0: my friends. Welcome to Story You Talk Radio. It is a delight to spend this hour with you. I'm Coach Debbie. I'm here to help you carry on with your writing journey, your spiritual journey, your quest for being self-expressive. A lot of the people in my community are writing their first, their second, or their third book. Some of them are putting together a screenplay. Some are working on a very important speech. Some of them are just getting back to using writing to help them become the author or the creator of their life, because somehow they got very, very far from their ideals. And the way to get back, if you love to write, is to put your writing to work. Let those ideas run through you and out onto the page, and you'll find yourself getting comfortable again in your own self-expression. So thanks for joining me for another episode here. Eric and I have been going strong producing this show for over four and a half years right here at KKNW, and I just want to let you know that Not only is this a radio show where I get to give you all kinds of tips and tricks and hacks, but it's also a place where you can write in, or you can even call in if you would like, and get some coaching. Now, sometimes people think, if I call in, the whole world will know that I had a problem. But here's how it is. Nobody really knows it's you. You know, we, we get your first name. That's about it. But unless your entire family is listening, and they're probably not, uh, you, you get to sort of come on the show and be nice and anonymous and get all the help you want. Now, I will tell you, I have been on that side of it. There used to be a radio show that I called into repeatedly, and begged for help. <laughs> I had I had no uh, oh, what do you call that? Embarrassment. Um, I I wasn't afraid at all to just lay it all out there and get the help I needed. And later, that show that I was calling into, um, the host of the show became my personal coach, and I'm so grateful for it. So things can work out very very well. Just follow your intuition. If you feel a little nudge from the gut that says, you know, I could get some help if I was willing to put my question out there, then why don't you write to me? My email address is debbie at coachdebbie.com. And Debbie is spelled D-E-B-B-Y, debbie at coachdebbie.com d-e-b-b-y. You can also go to my website, which is coachdebbie.com. Click on connect and send me a note. You can also go to my uh, social media, which is all with my my name, Debbie Handrich. It's just like it sounds, h-a-n-d-r-i-c-h, Debbie Handrich. Those are some great ways to get a hold of us. You can call into the show if you like. And the number is 1-888-298-5569. Every Thursday, we come to you live. And we bring you a new topic each week. Today, I'm thinking I'm going to provide some super hacks for the ambitious types out there. What I find is that the ambitious authors, they can really get a lot done, but if they don't work with a really good hack, they get a lot done, but it has nothing to do with reaching their goals. Have you ever been that person where someone comes by and says, what'd you do today? And you say, oh my goodness, I got all the dishes done, I vacuumed, I walked the dog 500 miles, I picked up my kids at the airport, I did this, I did that, and someone says, did you work on your book? Uh Uh-uh, but I was too busy walking the dog 500 miles and all of that good stuff. You know, ambitious people sometimes, just sometimes, put a lot of energy into things and they get things done but they don't always get the thing done that they wanted to get done, like write their book. So I have some hacks for you, the types that say, I know how to get stuff done, but now I'm going to help you get done what you really want to get done. I've had the opportunity to speak with some people in the very recent past, who are ambitious and who love the idea of writing their first or their second book each each of these people i'm thinking of right now are are working on either their first or their second book however even though they've had a very productive summer they weren't so productive on their books so i heard from these people at the tail end of summer. And what I heard was that they had all these plans, all these ideas of how they would reach their desired goals. And here we are, end of summer, and they've done a little bit, and they're very perplexed. How come those desired outcomes were not reached? Well, here's one little trick. Sometimes we really, 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 really focus on the outcome, the thing we want to happen. But we don't really, 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 really focus on the process to get there. And they're, they're really different. I mean, think about it. Let's say, let's say you wanted to manifest, you know, a few bucks, You know, you wanted to manifest 500 extra dollars this month, and you're thinking about 500 bucks, 500, 500, 500. Well, what you really want to be thinking about is the process that's going to lead you to it. If you just keep thinking about where you want to be, well, then you might be far less engaged than you think you are. What I find is that sometimes people that are trying to write a book on their own contact me and say, I tried to get 4,000 words written today, but uh, I didn't. And I say, how many did you get written? Oh, I didn't write anything. You you hear a little disconnect there? They want to write 4,000 words, but they haven't figured out how to write two. Well... That tells me that they're not really focused on the process. So we're going to get into the hacks. How do you focus on the process? How do you, if you're ambitious and you're ready to go, how do you make things happen for yourself? Like I said, I will be taking your calls. I would love to see what you have to offer on social media. You can contact me there or you can write to me directly. Now, I also want to tell you that I am going to be offering a group for women. I haven't done this before. I haven't left the guys out ever. We've always been very co-ed in my communities. But I'm thinking about you gals, and I'm thinking about the fact that so many of you as opposed to the guys, have been in touch with me lately. Like right now in my community, it's about nine to one, nine women for every one guy. And that's unusual. It's usually more of a 50-50. So I I see you, I hear you ladies, and I, I want to meet you where you're at. Now, something I like to do in my writer's groups is I like to find out how dedicated you are to doing the work. And usually that means how dedicated are you to sitting down and writing for about 20, 20 minutes minimum, or maybe as much as 40 minutes each day. And feel free to take a weekend off or or take two weekdays off or something like that. But how how committed are you to jump in and find somewhere between 20 and 40 minutes to write each day? I mean, if you do it on Monday and get up again and do it on Tuesday and on Wednesday, on Thursday and Friday, if you want, take Saturday and Sunday off are you feeling a commitment to do it? It's kind of like this. What if your, what if your personal trainer said, sure, I can help you. And five days a week, I want you outside walking 30 minutes. And you're like, oh, no, I, there's no way I can do that. Well, then you're, you're not ready to work with the process. This is, this is one thing that ambitious writers need to be ready to do, and that is to jump in on the daily and get writing. Now what happens is at first you might feel like your mind is almost like a faucet. You, you sit down to write the first day and it's just sort of this drip. You, you expected more of a, a pour of, of flow and water and you don't have that, but that comes from being there daily. I mean, honestly, at this point, I, I have a hard time turning my faucet off because I'm there each day to write something down. Sometimes I only do the 20 minutes. Sometimes I do the 40. Sometimes it's an hour and 15, sometimes more. You don't get points for being there longer. You get points for showing up. That's the first hack. You've got to be willing to show up and do the writing. Mm -hmm. See, now a lot of ambitious writers, they wake up and they sit down at their computer and they're very ambitious about their book. They've got ideas galore, but they all of a sudden go, oh, You know what I should do? I should make my kids breakfast before I do this. So, out of the chair and down in the kitchen, and they're making breakfast. And they come back up and they sit at the computer and they go, Oh, you know what I should do? I should really walk the dog, you know, 42 miles before I sit down and start writing. And so they're outside walking the dog. I should do that. They're walking the dog. They haven't written one word. And then another thing comes up and another and another. You know, one hack I finally figured out for my own writing process, because this was me, I was so good at being the the archetype of what we call the mother, the one that takes care of everyone else before she can possibly think about taking care of herself. I was so good at that. And now I only have like three things I allow myself to do before I jump into writing, and one is I really like to make the bed so that I won't be tempted later in the day to get back in it. Another is I really like to make coffee, and most of us have some general things in the morning that we just have to take care of, like brushing our teeth and hanging out in the bathroom for a minute. Once you got this all under control— and you got your cup of coffee in hand, what's stopping you? I mean, are are you all of a sudden feeling an urge to just vacuum your whole house? That tells me that while you might really, really want to create a book, there's a certain amount of order that you're craving before you do it. So you might want to take care of those things before you make the commitment to write the book. Get into some sort of stream where you really are someone that has a handle on the house so that now you can add 20, 30, maybe 40 minutes to your regime, whether that be the morning or the evening. I like morning. I used to love the evening. But you figure out what's good for you and make the commitment because when you're ambitious and you want to write, the way it's going to start happening is if you come up with a process. You can have 42 goals around writing and meet none of them if you don't have some kind of hack, some kind of process to work with. So we're going to talk a lot about this today and because I'm offering a community coming up that is going to be for women, I do want to share with you maybe six, maybe seven typical archetypes where I just want to invite you ladies to see where you might fit into any of these archetypes. By having that self awareness, it also gets you ready to grow. Now, what I've also noticed is that men will often say, hey, you know, you were talking about certain archetypes over there for women, but I related to one of them. That, that's very common. I mean, one of the archetypes for men is being the warrior. There are tons of women that relate to that. Uh, In in the feminine archetypes, we tend to call it the queen, but some of those queens go just even a little far, and they get into more of a masculine version of that, and we call that the warrior. So don't be surprised, my dear gentlemen, if I go through this list of archetypes and you go, "Ah, that kind of sounds like me. Because it can. It can. And there's nothing wrong with you if it does. It's helping you understand what's sort of running the show in the background so you can start to take some responsibility and get your hacks going so you can be productive in the foreground. So that kind of lays the plans of what we're doing here today. We are talking about some super hacks for the ambitious writer that's just feeling like I got all this ambition how come it's not happening yet well I got you back and I've got another 40 minutes with you let me take my first break right here and we're going to be right back with more from Story You Talk Radio
1: You know Coach Debbie from Story Utah Talk Radio, but do you know about her annual membership? Well, now you do, and you're invited. Become the author of your dreams and upscale your career. Transform your home or grow your income. Create any future you desire. You'll learn the skills that allowed Coach Debbie to author her own life and transform her most difficult challenges as a writer, teacher, and especially as a person with low vision. The membership doors are open. Just sign up for the newsletter and qualify for the early bird special. Simply go to CoachDebbie.com. That's Coach D-E-B-B-Y. CoachDebbie.com. As a subscriber, you could win a premium coaching session and begin the new year with confidence.
0: Welcome back to Story U Talk Radio Thanks so much for joining me today. I want to provide to you some real hacks that are going to get you from just being really an ambitious person that gets a lot done to being that ambitious person that gets your book done, right? Because it's not working if you're getting all kinds of things done, but you still have this strong desire to create a book. I've heard from a lot of women lately, and they're struggling. They're struggling to understand why isn't this happening? If I have a true desire, why isn't it happening for me? Well, I'm going to bring in some archetypes to talk to you about. I'm going to also uh, tell you a little about my community later on. But here's just one hack that I want you to consider right now. Is it possible that you see yourself as someone who can write, but you don't yet see yourself as an author? Now really, really kind of sit with that a second. Do you see yourself as, yeah, I'm, I'm someone who can write. I, I did fairly well in school. I've enjoyed writing. I've had some success around writing. But when people name you or introduce you and they they speak of you as an author or an upcoming author, do you back away from that? Most do. And most do this when they're on their way to book one but it's not out yet and they're not sure if it'll ever get out they back away from the identity i'm an author instead they say well i i i write they don't even say i am a writer for me that was a really really hard one to own not that i just i write i write fiction i write poetry i write memoir I write articles. That was easy. I write. But when somebody would say, I want you to meet Debbie Handrich, she's a writer, I'd think, ooh, you know, like, do do I qualify for that? Do I qualify as a writer? And then I heard someone say, <laughs> and this scared the life out of me, I want you to meet Debbie Handrich, she's an upcoming author. I mean, I just like about ran and jumped under the table. Upcoming. All of a sudden, I felt like there was this huge expectation I had to live up to. Do you ever notice this with, with pregnant women? If you start calling them mama before their babies, here, their eyes get just huge as saucers. Like, this is the biggest thing I've ever taken on. And you know what? It probably is. But you're taking it on, right? You're in. You're going for it. The same is true when you've decided you want to write a book. If you can claim that you want to own that author identity, you're going to have far more ease getting to the finish line of producing your book than the person who just cringes in that identity. I know too, as I was training to become a teacher, there were three degrees I needed to get to teach literature at the college, three. And once I got my first degree, I was like, oh my God, that's the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. I'm just going to go home now. You know, I got to go home. And I know my mother was, was saying, you know, Debbie, you've done so much. I'm so excited for you. You're on your way to being a teacher, I'm like, "Yeah, forget it. <laughs> this, is, this just about killed me i'm I'm all done." And she's like, "No, no, you're already a teacher. You've been a teacher your whole life. You can't stop now." And I thought, I've been a teacher my whole life, but you know it's it's those wonderful people that bring you into seeing that your identity is in how you live. A lot of authors are constantly authoring their day. They're constantly creating particular outcomes just by being in their day, just by writing down their plans, sticking to what they wrote down, living by what they wrote down. They are constantly putting things on paper. Authors do that. Now, when someone is writing a lot and wants to be an author, but they're not really comfortable seeing their ideas on paper, the process is going to take a lot longer. Now, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong at all with the person that wants to do A three year process instead of a three month process. But I can promise you this the more you get comfortable, and this is a really good hack putting your words on paper, seeing your words on paper, the more you can do that, the more you're going to accept the identity of an author. What you put on paper is what you live by. What you say on paper is who you are. A lot of people, when they want to hide from the identity of author, they stop writing. They do something else. You know, they might become a a world-class house cleaner, or they might become an award-winning mom or something else. There's nothing wrong with that. The only bummer is that a lot of these people said that they wanted to be an author. So what do you say we take a look at some of these archetypes here? If you're not yet stepping into the identity of being someone who writes for 20 minutes, 40 minutes a day, who writes a thousand words a day, it's not that many words, just a few pages, who writes... Every single week who maybe even shares some of their writing. If you're not yet that person, let's look into some of the archetypes and just see if you start to recognize yourself. We have um today we have the archetypes here. I've brought to you is the maiden, the mother. There's also the huntress. I like that one a lot. There's the mystic, there's the sage, there's also the queen, and there's the lover. We'll see how many of these we can get to today. But I want you to just think about this. If your challenge, if your real challenge is to write and own the identity of an author is it possible that you are also a bit challenged in the area of boundaries or in the area of codependency? This is the mother archetype, and this is one I've been guilty of for years. It sent me straight headfirst into a 12-step program where I knew I had a terrible addiction. I just didn't know what it was to. When I got there, I understood, oh, I'm a workaholic, so I'm working all the time. I'm putting in 60, 70 hours of work, but I'm not authoring my book, and I said that that's what's important. So where is my challenge in this archetype as a mother? My challenge was my boundaries. My challenge was that I could find 60, 70 hours for the employer and for my students, but I couldn't find 10 minutes, not even 10 minutes for myself writing and authoring. No way. Not unless I had a deadline and it was coming from my dean because I was conditioned to stay in that addictive cycle of work, 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 work. So my challenge was I was really codependent. I was putting others before me, and I was lacking the boundaries. Let's talk about what's the energy of the mother archetype. She's usually someone who's very committed to being supportive and usually has a very warm demeanor. So don't be thinking of the bad mummies right now. We're thinking of the nice mummy archetype. And you might say that her gifts is Is her ability to be nurturing and to be loving. So, really, the only thing really getting in the way of this archetype is that she needs to hone in on her own self importance so she can draw some clear boundaries. Again, that mother archetype is a very nurturing and loving person. She has a supportive energy and demeanor, but what gets in the way of her identity, it's that codependency and boundaries. I related deeply to this. Now, when you work with your challenge, in this case, the, the boundaries, you still have the loving nature and the supportive energy. You're just now not so challenged By that which keeps you from your identity. So, in my case, I let go of the workaholism, and that made it a thousand times easier to be self expressive and write and start a podcast and do a live radio show and offer Zoom classes and on and on and on. When I could see that those boundaries needed my attention and really start doing the inner work around it, then I could enjoy embracing that archetype as mother. Let's try another one here. Have you ever heard of the maiden? Yeah, well, she's she's got challenges too, and she's usually pretty naive, a little bit on the passive side. She's not someone who really steps up and takes strong responsibility for things. So, you might think the ambitious writer wouldn't have this archetype, but get a load of this. The maiden has some really lovely gifts about her. One is she's super curious and she's got a strong potential to grow, right? Her imagination just keeps her curious, and that can lead into a certain amount of ambition. You can recognize her energy because she She has a lot of playfulness about her. But again, that challenge of being naive, being a little passive when it comes to being responsible, that's something that the maiden archetype is going to need to really embrace if she wants to become the author. Let's try this one, the Huntress. woo now you might say oh I'm ambitious and this this sounds more like me. The huntress has a certain challenge of facing that she even has fear and that she even has a reason to be vulnerable and she tends to be kind of avoiding and detached from um you know from her relationships. The huntress but how do you recognize her? She has a really strong and courageous energy. It's, it's almost, uh, you know, hypnotic, that strength that she carries. She has this gift for freedom and independence. She's, she's not overly attached. But in fact, that does bring us back to her challenge. She's not even attached in a healthy way. And for the huntress, if you can't find a healthy attachment, then you won't find yourself in that identity of authoring. Because when you're authoring something, you have a desire to see it out there in the world. You have a desire for it to be successful. You have a desire to own that you authored this that you did this as a free and independent, strong and courageous woman. But often it's that fear of, I'm going to be too vulnerable in the book, so I'm not even going to start. And the huntress just walks away. So all that gift she has of independence, all that energy she has of being courageous, it doesn't get utilized because her thought is, I'm, I'm just a little too afraid that I won't know how to manage being vulnerable with my words, so I just won't step in. Those are three archetypes right there, the mother, the maiden, the huntress, that oftentimes hold women steady in a routine in something that they know it maybe a work life they're used to or a home life they can manage, but it's not what they've been saying they desire. If you desire becoming an author, then you need to be looking at how your energy goes forward. Like we said with the huntress, that energy comes out as courageous. For the maiden, it comes through as being really playful. For the mother, it comes through as being really supportive. So you want to be looking at how your energy comes forward. You also want to look at what is your natural gift. For the mother archetype, again, it's that nurturing, loving energy. The maiden, she has this curiosity. She has a strong potential for growth because of it. And the huntress, She's that independent free woman she can't be caught but if we don't look at our challenges we might not claim the identity of being an author and if you can't claim the identity before that book has even come out into the world god help you when it does you're going to tip over if i hadn't claimed the identity of being a teacher before I stepped foot into the classroom day one, I would have run out of it <laughs> so fast like my skirt was on fire. It just wouldn't have worked. I had to know when I walked into the classroom and I faced those 28 students, I had to know that my gifts were going to be helpful to them. I had to know that my challenges were contained. I had to know that I had plenty to offer. If you're not practicing this identity as an author, the identity of who you want to be, then on day one, when your book comes out, you're not going to be able to practice it either. You have to be ready. And that means owning it before you really think you are it. It might be the strongest hack I can give you, but I do have more. So what do you say we take one more little break here? When we come back, I'd be happy to coach you if you have a question, and we're going to go through a few more of those archetypes. Stay tuned.
1: You know Coach Debbie from Story You Talk Radio, but do you know about her annual membership? Well, now you do, and you're invited. Become the author of your dreams and upscale your career. Transform your home or grow your income. Create any future you desire. You'll learn the skills that allowed Coach Debbie to author her own life and transform her most difficult challenges as a writer, teacher, and especially as a person with low vision the membership doors are open. Just sign up for the newsletter and qualify for the early bird special. Simply go to CoachDebbie.com. That's Coach, D-E-B-B-Y, CoachDebbie.com. As a subscriber, you could win a premium coaching session and begin the new year with confidence.
0: Welcome back to Story U Talk Radio. I am delighted to be here with you today. I want to tell you about my first all-women's writing community. I've always kept it open to serving men and women. Sometimes we have like 30% men, sometimes 50%, but lately the mail that has been coming in to me, the questions that have been coming in, The requests that have been coming in have been about 90%, sometimes a tad more, from women. So I've decided, you know what, I have the bandwidth to do this and I have the desire to do this. I am going to offer a community just for women. And this will be starting up at the end of September 2023. On the 22nd of September, I'm going to offer an introductory hour where I tell you all about the course. It'll be on Zoom. And all you got to do, if you want to come for that, it's completely free, is go to CoachDebbie.com, click on Connect, and send me a little note and say you want to come to the free workshop for women. Coach Debbie it's spelled deBBcodebbie.com. Just click on connect and let me know you would like to come to the free class and I will send you the details. But listen, you might be saying, oh, you know it'd be so cool to be an author but how do I know if I'm ready? Well, I have I have things for those who are ready to author their book, but if you're not sure about that, then you can come and learn how you author your life. This community is open to both. And offering your life is really claiming the heroine that you are. That is the woman that is answering a particular call in this lifetime. If you are no stranger to my show, you know that I am deeply influenced by the work of Joseph Campbell, and he is known for the hero's journey. But what he really didn't talk much about is the hero and how those heroic effects are on women. So I like to think of that as the heroine's journey. It's a little bit different than the hero's journey. The hero is typically going through something that is going to change his life, make him strong, make him capable, prove to the world that he can do it, and help him rise above any controversy. Now, the heroine might be dealing with some of that too, but I really see the heroine as the storyteller of the journey. I also see her as someone who's already taken a very heroic journey, and had to use some of those more masculine qualities to get through the journey. You know, any woman who's given birth knows the hero's journey. And you may have given birth in such a way that it, it wasn't, you know, natural childbirth, but maybe you gave birth to a business, or maybe you gave birth to helping a certain political system, Or maybe you gave birth to job opportunity in your city or something at your church, something very heroic that took monumental energy to pull off. And now you'd like to either tell the story about it or you would like to tell the story of you and how you are really claiming this life that you want to live. I have someone in my community right now who, she had four children who are now all grown, but my goodness, if she will stick with it and write this book, not only will she be the heroine or the storyteller, but I really believe now at age 58, she is going to claim this life for herself that she has so much had on hold. I could could tell you that first I knew her as a friend. Later, I got to know her as an author. And quite a bit later, I got to know her as someone who had a, a terrible tragedy and said, you know what? I think I'm ready now to author my second book. But I am ready to talk about myself, which I didn't do at all in my first book. And when we sat down and talked about this and I said, what is your book going to be about? And she said, I want to write about how it's never too late to start the life you always wanted to have. And I went, oh my gosh, that is a book for sure. So as we're getting into it, I'm I'm learning all there is to know about parenting You know, she did it four rounds and I'm learning a lot about what she's been thinking about all these years and how she wants to bring up women with her in her own community that may feel like they had to put a lot of things aside because they had made other commitments like having four children, like leading a church community and other things that you can think of. If you are ready for something like this, where you are authoring your life, where you're learning more about decisions and declaration and design, where you're getting more into the devotion of your own life, you're not leaving people behind, may I say, while you do this. You're just strengthening your own dedication to your life. You're going to get back into your curiosity, into the magic, I like to say, of being fascinated with your day. And out of the routines, doesn't mean that all order and structure is going to fall apart, but you're going to have plenty of time to stitch and to sew together the life you've been dreaming of. You're going to have time to stylistically put your ideas out for public to see, for intimate groups to see, for a way to bring you into your own alignment. More than anything, though, you're going to have really a whole new lease on what you've been wanting to claim as either the author of your life the author of your book? So many people that aren't doing exactly what they said they wanted to do with their life fell into that trap that money controlled them, or they fell into that trap that time controlled them, or they fell into this Herculean trap that other people control them, when you start to author your own life, you realize that that might be the previous chapters that you have lived by for some time. But there are ways and things can happen quickly when you see new hacks for honoring your time. One hack, if you want to be a writer, actually, you're already probably a writer. If you want to author your life and author your book, one hack right now is to say, instead of having time, completely rule me. I have 20, 30, maybe even 40 minutes a day to do writing. If you can't find 20 minutes, well, then we really need to sit down and talk and get you a serious coaching session going on, because there's There's 23 hours and 40 more minutes that are taken up in other things. Why is it that there isn't 20 minutes for you to do your writing every day? That concerns me. But I can also help you with this because I was that woman that didn't have one minute, let alone 20 or 30 or 40, and I will never go back to being her. Never. I'm not her anymore. I claimed the identity that I author my life. I have time to do the writing, to help me know what I want my life to be about. Now, I want to tell you that before I ever even owned the fact that I had a manuscript ready for publication, before I ever did that, before I ever said it out loud, I think this thing is ready to go to the editor. What I owned was that I could author my way into a new job. So for example, I would be in a job and I wouldn't be all that happy. And I can remember a time specifically when I was in my late 20s. And I started this journal of my new dream job. And it led me to being a writing tutor at a college, where at the, at the time, I, I might have thought, I don't have the skills for that. But I really wanted to be around college students. I was still a college student. I was a senior in college. And I wanted to help people write. I was constantly in classes where people were talking about their struggles. And I wanted to be helpful in that way. So I started a journal where I was writing how I might go through a process to make this happen. And guess what? It did happen. That was me not knowing that you can author your way. You can write out your plans. You can start living into your plans and authoring your life. That was before I ever finished a complete manuscript. I was already on my way to authoring, and I was the main character in this one. Now, when it comes to your book, you might go back and say, well, I've written all kinds of articles for work. I've written all kinds of self-development for magazines how the heck am I going to author my first book? It's really no different. You make a certain commitment and a declaration that you want this. It sounds so small, but if you can't really claim that you want it, you won't work with some of the bumps and some of the challenges along the way. Now, if you identified with that archetype in the beginning that I spoke of, that was the mother archetype, the one that had low boundaries, you know, you have to start doing some authoring to build stronger boundaries. This is how we do it. We start with the first thing. And the first thing is to make a decision that the old way stays behind and you're stepping into a new way. It might sound too small for the ambitious person. Might sound like, you know, I have all these things I want to accomplish in my life. Making a decision doesn't sound very big. Au contraire, my dear friend. Making a decision will change your life. Let's look at, just for a moment, let's look at a couple of the other archetypes you might relate to these. You might say, you know, where I really get challenged is with my control. I want to control things. And that is very common in what we call the queen archetype. She has some control issues. She can get into some jealousy. But how do you identify that you are a queen? Well, you might be that woman who is quite confident and you're able to uplift yourself and other people and you really have a gift in exercising your personal power and your leadership. That's what a queen looks like. That's often a very ambitious type. Now where it gets in the way is when you overly control or you know, where you start minding other people's business and you find jealousy creeping on in. How do you work with that? You decide you're going to be authoring your own life. You take on the identity that you are writing your way into your desired life. Now, you can't focus just on the outcomes. You want to focus on the practices you're willing to do. Let's look at this archetype here. This one is called the sage. You might identify with the sage if you feel some challenges around really accessing your emotions and getting out of your head. That's sometimes the challenge of the sage because the sage is very wise. She has that wise energy you can recognize from sometimes even from a distance But she's also got the gift of clarity, and she works a lot with her own self-awareness and self-mastery. What gets in the way? When she leaves her body, when she leaves her emotions, where a lot of her wisdom is, and she just gets into her head, and she really, really suffers. We've also got that lover who struggles with commitment from time to time, but you can recognize her because she's really passionate. She's really magnetic. Maybe you have been wanting to hone in on these skills so that you can start authoring your life and your book and your destiny. And I would love to help you with that. I am Coach Debbie. You can find my work at coachdebbie.com. Always feel free to click on connect, send me a message And I will meet you right back here every Thursday for a new topic. Until next week, my friends. Namaste.